Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It's Fightful Wrestling, and it's December 21st, 2022. It's the holiday season, guys. Uh, Alex is clearly in the spirit. Here you go. I'll show you how in the spirit I am. Got the McAllister family crest on my shoes. I've got the the carpet there on, on the tongue. The logo, all My that good goodness. stuff. Got the wow. Adidas Home Malones. Thank you, Share Delaware, for the generous gift. Um, man, AEW Dynamite. Lots of good promos to talk about. <laughs> lots of cool action to talk about. Uh, lots of who the F was that guy to talk about. Mm-hmm. Please leave a thumbs up mm-hmm. on this video. Uh, donate a super chat or a humper chat if you want your question or statement read on the air. I'm sure we'll brag about FightfulSelect.com. A little bit later on, we had stories about how WWE absolutely does not want Alberto Del Rio and Edge's limited deals on his contract over on FightfulSelect.com. But hey, you guys are here right now. So if you want your question or statement read on the air, donate a super chat here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Donate a Humper Chat at HumperChats.com. But whatever you do, leave a thumbs up. Comment below this video, not just the, the live chat, but... Hey, we are also live on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. All kinds of good stuff. But uh, yeah, let's let's get right into it. Alex Palowski, how you doing? 
I'm good. I should mention that I have a Merry Christmas, you filthy animal shirt to go along with your shoes. Oh, yeah. So we decided to match and we didn't even coordinate. I just one year. This is why I don't dress up for Halloween anymore. Uh, one year, my wife and I went as the sticky bandits, the wet bandits. Yes. Yes. It was, it was great. It was fantastic. Sure. Found the perfect jacket at um, Goodwill, all that. Wrapped my hands in scotch tape. Uh, I would shake my friend's hands and I'd reach into their pockets and like phone chargers would come out. All kinds of shit would, would legitimately yeah. work. Like hardly anybody knew who we were. So I said, you know what? Bah humbug. You, I'm out of the Halloween spirit. Are you homeless guys? Is that what you are? Yes. Uh, but hey, AEW, we kicked off with Ricky Starks and Yas. And I'm I'm just so happy to see this for many reasons, Alex. But because... I think maybe Yas and BCC might be done. That's that's that, the most exciting part about all this for me. That is that is good. Um, that is good. And I will say, if there's anyone who can make a six month feud with Chris Jericho, because that's <laughs> how long the feuds with Chris Jericho are. If there's anybody that can make that entertaining for six full months, it's Ricky Starks. It's gonna be great guaranteed for four or five weeks and then we'll see because usually these things drag out and i i mean i i, I thought tonight was great but the first interaction is always going to be great because you got your a material to use you got the stuff you've got stored up that you've thought oh this is going to be i'm going to call chris jericho a clout vampire that'll get over that's a great line but are those lines still going to be as great Six weeks, eight weeks, 14 weeks from now, well, the thing's still going. That's the problem I have with a lot of these things. We've seen it over and over again. Uh, Jericho feuds last a very, very long time. Um, so we'll, we'll see We'll see how this goes uh, going forward. But Ricky Starks is absolutely on fire right now. Well, I'll tell you how it went tonight. Ricky Stark said Chris Jericho was built like an air fryer. Yeah, but before now, now he's not. Now he's not. Yeah, he's great. But he was he built was like, like an air fryer. <laughs> uh, bought somebody an air fryer for Christmas. Um, but <laughs> he called him the the jobber. Like dad going through his fifth divorce, which was great. It's amazing. It's so good. Again, his A material is A plus material. It's Let's so see good. what it is six weeks from now. <laughs> So, of course, he gets that ass whipped by Yas, and right. Action Andretti interrupts. Mm -hmm. And, of course, why wouldn't he after last right. week? He's, sure. He's sticking with what brought him to the dance, so yeah. to speak. He is like, you know what? I beat your ass once. I'll do it again. And they do. Mm -hmm. he, he helps run them off. Uh, <laughs> air Fryer Appreciation Society. Who doesn't appreciate a good air fryer? Oh, I, listen. Listen. I appreciate an air fryer. Good. They're really good. So Ricky Stark's killing it. I am so glad Yas is moving on to something else. And yes. honestly, I'm ready for some daddy magic and Ricky Stark's promos. That's yes. looking forward to. Completely separate of Jericho, who I think is going to do some really great stuff with Ricky Starks. I know you don't think so, but I certainly do. Uh, I don't know if I need them to go into like a Ricky Starks action Andretti team type of thing they'll absolutely team against uh daddy magic and Ange parker at least once 
Yes, that will happen. But I don't need them to be a full-time team because Ricky very clearly is a main event star. And if you can get that kind of reaction in in your home state mm-hmm. several weeks in a row, take it on the road. Because yeah. that that's why I always hated the old WWE method of we're going to beat them in their hometown for the heat. Right. No, to me, you present them as, as good as possible when when applicable. Yeah. And some and the rare instance you get heat on them in a hometown because somebody might watch that show and go, damn, man, this person was a star. They had that extra pep in their step there and remember that. But when when it's just like, ah, they're getting beat all the time. Mm. Jambeard yeah. says the eventual Ricky versus Danny match will slap hard. Oh, hell yeah, it will. That's oh, yeah, going to be yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So backstage later, Action Andretti is being interviewed. And it's so funny because Tony Schiavone telegraphed this hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Telegraphed what hard? Literally something. Literally yes. anything. Because <laughs> he's standing there like this. Yeah. The whole time. You can tell some sh- some wild shit was going to happen. I thought it was just going to be an attack. But it was a fireball. And honestly, it looked awesome on TV. It, it was the better, best looking fireball. I thought Jericho brought a dragon with him. Yes, like, that was that was the biggest fl- flash paper fireball that I've seen in 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 a long time. But he's just a wizard. That's it. Um, yeah. But my God, that was fantastic, fantastic. I, I thought that was a really good addition uh, to this segment. So we are for sure getting action Andretti, Ricky Starks uh, against. 2.0 against Yas. Yeah, that'll, that'll I, I here's the thing, like Ricky is going to need backup several times in this feud. Yeah. Because Jericho's not going to fight his battles by himself, that's not his MO. So, if the guy who backs him up more often than not is Action Andretti and that just gets him on TV more, allows him to 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 to, to you know to to get more reps in, to get more familiar with the crowd, you while like Hitching Andretti's wagon to the fastest rising babyface star, maybe sure. in wrestling, is not a bad thing. It's yeah. Just, so, so we'll see. We'll see how much. I don't need to be a team either. But uh, what that that is a rising tide that will lift all boats. Ricky Starks is. Arduit says tonight was my first time at a wrestling show. Sending this before the show, but I'm hyped. Looking forward to Hater and Sheeta. And I'm hyped to see some House of Black, hopefully, go Fightful. Well, you got one of those two things, and dare I say that that one thing was so good that it made up yeah. for the other thing not being there. I hope you enjoyed the show, though. It was a lot of fun. Orion Ben says, you raggedy sap and Alex. Happy holidays. <laughs> Lump Beef Broth sends a Humper Chat at HumperChats.com and says, greetings and salutations, Fightful crew. I'm a lapsed wrestling fan, just getting back into it after 10 years away. This is my first episode, and I basically know nobody. What's the best way to get caught up on all the time I miss? You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna solicit some recommendations from our audience because I don't know if that's a fair thing for me to answer considering right. I literally watch main event. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the guy to ask what you mm-hmm. should watch if you don't watch anything. So let's solicit some some recommendations from the audience. And we're happy that you're here. Not only that, you're out here using the Humper Chats. That's yeah. not lapsed fan behavior, my friend. No, that no. is crafty veteran behavior. Knows we appreciate what he's doing. you. Yeah. Daddy Magic said, Sean and Alex, you raggedy bitches. Merry Christmas to you both. 
Thank you to the whole Fightful family for being a force of good in this industry, if not a bit grumpy sometimes, Alex. Hey, buddy, I'm plenty grumpy myself. Mm, like, mm. you follow me on Twitter, you oh, know yeah. my ass is grumpy. Mm -hmm. I stay grumpy, but uh, only to pieces of shit. Lord Zypher says, early rec spec on the winner of the Face of the Revolution ladder match. Damn, that's that's a ways away. Um, I think if Will Hobbs is in a major feud, then it'll be him. Because Revolution will be in his hometown. That's what I'm Yeah, thinking. maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. Pablo says, so excited to attend my first AEW show next week in Denver. Actually, my first show since WCW Thunder April 2000. Wow. Damn. Wow. He goes, actually, do you think they give Danielson Swerve and Darby big matches in Seattle? I, they'll have matches. They'll definitely have matches in Seattle. I am going to look up. I don't know, I don't know what, it'll, what it'll be, but I'm going to look up the card for when he was in. Well, I don't know if it was in Denver. I would love to know the card when you were at WCW in April 2000. But yeah, I think they'll all three wrestle on that show. Yeah. Tom Lavalley says, "How about Miro with Ricky? Just give me Miro, please. I don't want to see Miro second banana to anybody. No, I, I want him to be either by this himself is, this or is, this is the thing with Miro that makes it so difficult." We all want to see Miro on television, but if they misuse Miro, it's almost like, yeah. <sighs> so it's one of those things of okay, I, and I and I I copped this myself. I want Miro on TV. I want him going after a belt. I want him winning that belt. I want him keeping that belt for six to eight months, and then I have to say, okay, so who are we moving aside for Miro to take over for? And that becomes a harder question. You know, like, what are we doing with these things? What, like, I mean, Miro showing up out of the blue and taking the TNT title for Samoa Joe unexpectedly. I mean, that could be fun, but it, we, we'd, we'd have to see what they do with it. You know, there's there's stuff like that where I want Miro, but I, I don't want him to be second banana. I don't want him to be just here to have matches occasionally. I want a big major title run with Miro. So now I got to figure out what we're going to do with that. Understandable for sure. Jambeard says since 2.0 uh, started something with Top Flight at the ROH pay-per-view, I wouldn't mind Top Flight and AR Fox backing up Ricky and Andretti. Yeah, that could be fun, but sure. uh, we'll talk. We'll, we'll we'll add more on Top Flight later on. They had uh, Top Flight had a pretty solid night tonight, especially compared to what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. So uh, that that was that was an interesting aspect. We got meat. Actually, Joey Bag of Donuts saying, "Nice to see Action Andretti wasn't on a one week or wasn't a one week wonder." Tell me, Ricky Starks thought on that thought of that promo on the fly because it was amazing. I'm sure he's got stuff in the chamber. Yeah, there's no way that guy doesn't have stuff in the chamber. Like he's he's got stuff for mm -hmm. sure. Like he's he's got to have things ready. Well, we got match six ready. No DQ. The Elite defeated Death Triangle. Get the shit beaten out of them after the mm -hmm. match yeah oh my god they got to work some tables and some cool spots into this this was a nice change of pace the crowd was hot for it too mm -hmm. uh so one of the things that jimmy had mentioned was that these have been losing viewers or at least they did last week and i'm like well they had to at least try this method they had to see if a best of seven would work that mm -hmm. way they can kind of justify do we do it or do we not do it do we maybe shorten it to three or five or something like that but this was the change of pace that I thought that this match needed. 
And I loved that the one time it was legal to use the weapons, Death mm-hmm. Triangle lost, and they were pissy little bitches over mm-hmm. it. They yep. were sore losers. They were terrible about it, Alex. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like that point uh, as well. It makes, it makes sense story-wise to do it that way. Um, I will say I love the spots with the Christmas tree in the corner. Uh, that was great. And I was like, okay, now go further. Give me a stocking that you bring out and it's full of thumbtacks that you dump in the ring. Uh, like here's the thing they're going to do, uh, on SmackDown, I believe tomorrow night, a miracle on 34th street fight. And it's going to suck because it always sucks. Cause all they do is throw empty wrapping paper boxes at each other. This is your chance. To do a real miracle on 34th Street fight, lay glass ornaments in the ring and power bomb somebody on them. Like, let's let's do it. Let's let's find some ways to really make a really great hardcore match with with all kinds of great home alone type. Um, like lay out some micro machines for people to slip on. Let's do some stuff here. I would love that. I would love that. I love that they had the Christmas tree out there. Orion Ben says, I'm ready for the Alex A versus Cutler feud now. I think because you're you're both dressed in uh, holiday no, no, Al- cheer. Aberhantes. Oh, Alex Aberhantes. They had that what, moment in the ring where they, 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 they had a little back and forth there. I'm so dumb. But hey, now I want to see you and oh, yeah, Cutler, Cutler Let's wrestle. do it. On an episode of Being the Elite, we'll just do it. That's, that's what I would love to see. Meet Normus says... My GF, who's getting me an air fryer on Christmas, at best tolerates wrestling, but the trios match got her attention. Five matches in and still killing it. And the these next two matches are different enough mm-hmm. to where I think it's going to work really, really well. Because, we, I mean, we've got Falls Count Anywhere. They're going to be all over the place. Right. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. We got Jane Beard saying part of me wants all the title feuds for the trios titles from now on our best of seven matches. Not, and not all the feuds have to go seven. Oh, I definitely don't want that. That shit would get old real quick. Uh, Alex, do you have any favorite spots in this match? The table spots to me just killed it. Table spots were great. Um, like I said, all, all the stuff uh, with the, with the Christmas tree was excellent. Um, uh, the, uh Meltzer driver was fantastic like the whole thing was was really good i'm a, i'm a uh, i've watched these these six men wrestle a lot recently so so it 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 still makes me um impresses me that i watched the match and i can't go saw that spot saw that spot two matches ago it always feels like they're doing something a little different and these stipulations are going to help that but these guys uh are absolute consummate pros Barbed wire broom. The barbed wire broom stuff was oh, really yeah. good. That was good. That was good. Jambeard says, have Miro be the one to take the title off of OC in his return match. I don't really want to go back to Miro and OC either. No, that seems the like they're they're doing them, they're doing a, a, an OC versus Kip Sabian thing. Yeah. Okay. So not that I necessarily love this idea, but if Kip Sabian were to, via shenanigans, beat OC for the Atlantic title and then come out the following TV with the, with the title around his waist to be like, I'm now the Atlantic champion and I'm going to be Atlantic uh-huh. champion for the rest of time. No one can beat me. And it's Miro's thing that comes back, going back to their thing. Miro comes out and destroys him, gets a match with him, beats him in 30 seconds. Like Kip Sabian is the kind of heel 
for whom that's the kind of thing that you do with him. You, 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 he's incredibly arrogant. Many would say it's unearned, all this kind of stuff. And you allow him to do that. I don't know if that kills him forever, but it would be an amazing pop um, to have Miro be the guy to come back. There's no one in the back who could beat me for this title. And here he comes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Here comes Mio. That might be fun. <laughs> uh, Brian Danielson speaks. God damn, he was fired up. Mm-hmm. He's like, listen, I know that Brian, that William Regal did some shitty stuff, and maybe he had some of this coming, but he is who made me into the wrestler I had. Mm-hmm. I-, I became today. But this promo was particularly smart because he did this in San Antonio, yeah. where he started to wrestle, and he said, "I wrestled 15 minutes up the road, my first match." Mm-hmm. And some, named some shitty line dancing bar, I'm sure. And he's like, and you probably saw me line dancing there, but everybody there knew what that place was. Mm-hmm. Like, knew what it was. Yep. Um, <laughs> it would, I thought that that was a very, very smart thing to do. What did you, what did you think of, of the promo and specifically him bringing up San Antonio? Oh, I mean, like, listen, if you have that connection, 
to the place you're in, you, you might as well use it. I mean, I, I, I think that's a, a really great way of, of connecting to the crowd that you're in front of and, and giving us some information. I didn't know that about Dan, uh, Brian Danielson. That's great. That's a really cool thing. Um, I, I, um, I really, I really enjoy him explaining his connection to William Regal in a way that uh, allows the rest of BCC to be pissed at Regal and he understands it. But at the same time, I'll never, I'll never be able to be angry at that man. He's, he's done far too much for me. Um, It was, was and so being able to explain that was really nice. I thought it was a good transition to go from San Antonio hometown pop, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. But also Regal made me who I am. Um, And that was, that was such a smart thing for Danielson to do. So smart. Tim Gordon says, what are the odds of uh, Shingo Takagi versus Brian Danielson in Seattle? I would say slim. Mm -hmm. Slim. When is Seattle? Yeah. Is that, is that January 4th? Shingo didn't yeah. have a match, did he? Okay. Maybe. Maybe. If they're sending one person, that could right. be a lot of fun. But I don't know if... Uh, yeah, that that's Wrestle Kingdom. I don't think Shingo had a match. The uh, last I checked, I mean, at least... Uh, yeah, because Bronson Reed was teasing, facing Shingo yeah. at Wrestle Kingdom before he came back. But... right. We'll see where that goes. I think it's yeah. if if any New Japan star were to appear there. I mean, obviously, the guy not booked seems right. like a pretty safe bet. I'll tell you what also seems like a safe bet, whether you're in Japan or the States, Seattle, mm-hmm. Lexington. Where the hell are you now, Alex? Chicago? Uh, about an hour west of Chicago. Well, even if you're an hour west of Chicago, NordVPN.com is the fastest VPN in the world. It's going to save you a bunch of money. It's a great gift idea. Imagine this. You don't know what to get that person in your life. You go, man, they don't even go out. They just sit around on the computer all day. Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful seems like a good one because now they can block those annoying pop-up ads, online trackers, and malware with the fastest VPN in the world, and they can change their virtual location with just one click. Get pay-per-views at a much more affordable rate. Get a lot more content. Maybe they want Netflix overseas. That way they can watch something a little bit different. And it works on all their devices. So if they're glued to their phone, their laptop, desktop, PC, whatever that may be, NordVPN is that jam. And how about this? You're going to get them a gift that goes on and saves them more money. Because it's four additional months free on this plan. And if they don't like it, if you don't like it, 30-day money-back guarantee. You get your money back right there. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, I mean, th- there are several of our sponsors that I use daily. I don't know if I use any of our sponsors more than NordVPN because even when I'm not at home in my bed, I'm using NordVPN on the road. I- I'm using it on that unsecured Wi-Fi. Uh, whether I be at the hotel, the airport, restaurants, anything like that, NordVPN has me protected. So, Ethan Page interrupts. Stokely Hathaway mm-hmm. is with him. Mm-hmm. I really like the back and forth between them. Stokely is a natural at this. He calls oh, yeah. Brian Danielson a raggedy-ass bitch. Mm-hmm. 
Brian Danielson. Well, Danielson his, had said that his uh, his his shaved head was uh, glistening too much. So, in, in very very, uh, uh, I think a, a warranted response from sure. from uh, from Stokely there. Listen, listen, Alex. Mm-hmm. If there's there's one thing that you and I know this mm-hmm. week, it's it's having your lifestyle targeted by a pro wrestler. That's true. And um, I think that was okay for him to say in that moment. Yeah, exactly. And all yeah. Brian Danielson can do is apologize to the bald community. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was bad enough that carrying cross honey dick, the entire bald community, and then showed back up with a full head of oh. hair. And he's like, no, I'm just a method actor, bro. Unforgivable. 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 So Ethan page is really trolling Brian Danielson. He's like, well, you want a title match? He's like, I got all the way in this tournament. Mm-hmm. And Brian Danielson was like, all right, come on, get that ass kicked. Mm-hmm. I, I do like that Stokely used the term gluten-free glizzy. Yeah, That was good. Um, <laughs> Ethan Page, effect, uh, not effectively, he said mm-hmm. he was going to basically put Brian Danielson on a feeding tube. He's going to turn him he into did. a vegetable. Yes. Brian Danielson said, bet, let's do mm-hmm. it. Ethan yep. Page said, no, LOL, next week. That's right. I thought this was a pretty good back and forth to set up that that match uh, for, for next week. Brian That's Danielson's going to win, but Ethan yeah. Page has been pushed consistently enough to where I think that this makes a storyline sense. Yeah, I know this makes sense, too. Um, I I still like the, the Ethan Page, like, I'm going to beat MJF for that title because he sucks. Um, I am... No longer 90% sure, but I'm still a good 75, 78% sure that the firm is still on retainer and the whole thing's a long con. And we're still going to see that the firm and MJF are still working together whenever the need arises. Um, uh, so I, I like that there's there's a, that thing that is still, they're still pushing that hard. They're like, oh, I, I hate MJF. I hate him so much. I'm not going to stop talking about how much I hate him. Yeah. And uh so yeah, this is this this will be great. Danielson versus Page could be really, really good. Page is the exact kind of bigger dude that like Page, I mean, I'm I, I don't know the exact dimensions, but he's a very Randy Orton-esque physique. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan always had such great matches with with guys like that. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with an Ethan Page. I do love this. So Brian hit it with the "Why you bald?" <laughs> Why you bald though? I love it. Uh, TJ Hare says thoughts on AEW's efforts on building the undercard. Well, they're doing it. I mean, I, I know that a lot of people got got on WWE saying, "Oh, well, their new hires haven't done this, haven't done that." There ain't a one person they hired that I looked at and said, "Well, they're going to be world champion in the next year." Right. They right. needed they needed desperately to build an undercard so they didn't have the same match every week. Right. Um, and AEW, a lot of people said, well, they've got an inflated roster. Well, now they have finally decided this is where ROH is going to go. This is where we're going to tape this. This is what we're going to do. And I think it's added a little more direction for this show. Now, granted, we got some people like Miro who have been sitting out for a while. Scorpio Sky, too. But I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing that every once in a while wrestlers get three or right. four months off. It's just in Miro's case, it's been like all year. Yeah, He said two months on. So yeah. I, I think that it has improved significantly. But I think there is definitely still some work to do. 
Ronald Hollick said, I expect going into the ladder match for seven that Pentagon eats the pin in match six. And then each member of each team has a fall against them. That's a fantastic point. That would be yeah. nice. If they actually made that work, that would be really great. We have a couple more really good promos. MJF backstage last week. This is a good mm-hmm. way to get him on the show without him being at the show. Right. Another thing that I like that AEW does, they're, they're very creative about how they give people weeks off and, and things like that. I mean, WWE, this past Monday, ran mm-hmm. a thing with Roman backstage. He was not there. Nope. Uh, so I thought that was very smart. I, uh, I did appreciate how they said, hey, this is what MJF said last week after his yes. match, as opposed to WWE saying Roman Reigns backstage has a moat. No, that's the yes. exact same back, the wall behind him that he was at at SmackDown wearing the same tracksuit. Hey, was buddy. It's hey. It's, we don't have to lie about it. We get it. He's got multiple tracksuits, asshole. Does he, bring, does he bring the wall with him everywhere he goes? Yes. Like, you like do? I used to. I used yeah. to. And then WWE stole that. Mm. Jambeard says, Stokely using the term glizzy makes him the biggest heel in AEW now. I hate Gen Z lingo. Oh, glizzy's a great term. Listen, you can't you can't hate on glizzy at all. No. Samoa Joe wishes happy holidays to everyone and Wardlow. This was such a great, smarmy Samoa Joe so promo. Yeah. This is what he's so good at. Like, mm-hmm. he's so... And I... I've met him. He's a real nice dude. He's a oh, very yeah. charming dude, but he's so good at like being that smarmy asshole mm-hmm. that, that, you know what? A guy like Wardlow could look at and be like, I swear to God, I'm going to beat the shit out of you, but yeah. maybe he can't. Yeah. He looks like you can, but maybe you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff here. We got hook defeating Exodus prime. This was an ass whooping. We knew it was going to be an ass whooping. Um, Hook. I I, see. I'm okay with his method. I'm okay with them taking him off TV every so often because one, the title that he holds is not like an official title. Two, he gets massive pops every time he comes back and he's got to get those reps in big time. Yeah. Uh, First of all, I want to say happy Hanukkah to Jewish transformer. Exodus Prime. Um, I I uh, I thought this was fine. Uh, this is this is what you do with Hook. You, if you, you the thing of it is is that Hook comes out and the the, the way he systematically destroy. You know what you know what what Hook's matches are. A lot of them feel like to me. These were not good movies by any by any means. They were okay. The Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies. Did you ever see those? Yeah. Where he would like plan out the fight in his brain before it started, starring Braun Strowman. Yes, I believe the second one starred Braun Strowman. He had a fight with Braun Strowman. Didn't yes, he, he did. One. Um, but that's what it feels like. Hook has done. He stands in the corner and he looks the opposite direction, and he's having like they give this. They they've given uh, Apollo Cruz this gimmick in NXT where he has visions. I feel like Hook is actually having the vision of what the match is going to do because he always feels a half step ahead of everybody. Oh, you've got a counter for that? Well, I've got a counter to that counter, and now you're choked out. Like, he, this is, they're really great. And then when you have him face a real, you know, a quote-unquote real wrestler, somebody on the roster of, of AEW, and have an eight- to ten-minute match 
all of a sudden now it's a little different. And I like that a lot. Guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate it. As Hook finishes that ass whooping, which he's he's got a judo background, so he's like there are very few people utilizing a lot of judo right. in pro wrestling. Ronda Rousey did it a lot more her first run. Now it's, it's more pro wrestling style offense that she's using. Right. Yeah. But they cut immediately to Big Bill choke slamming Jack Perry in a in a dumpster. dumpster. I loved it. Yeah. Loved yeah. it. I thought it was great. Hook's exit, by the way, gets interrupted by Mox's entrance. But it also seems like Big Bill and Moriarty, Hook and Jack Perry, Hook and Jack Perry. They got to start a boy band. Yeah. At this point. Like, what, what the hell are we doing here? Like, they... They are like, and, and AW is really good about targeting, like, a, a, a trying to target a female demographic, going yeah. like the Von Eric route, mm-hmm. being like, let's get these good looking dudes who can wrestle, put them on TV. I yeah. think it's very smart, and I'm I'm actually really excited to see the dynamic of Jungle Boy, who is a more traditional like sports entertainment pro wrestler, mm-hmm. Hook, who is very raw, yeah. Lee Moriarty, who is phenomenal technical wrestler honestly he's phenomenal at everything and he's gotten in incredible shape and then big bill who's just a powerhouse i'm ready to see all these dynamics play out yeah moxley cuts a promo and he says "Eh, you know what cry about it i knocked you out that's kind of the point of this whole thing what did you think i was trying to do which yeah. Did you think I was trying to comb his hair with that lariat? Like, I mean, listen, I I totally get it. Like, this is the thing of, um, I don't, I I don't. It's a it is a weird thing because they're they're doing this really really well with Moxley, where he's just a dick to everybody, yes. and it's not like he's he's a, a, a being a heel about it. <laughs> yes, he just just likes beating up people. Like, and, and, it's, and listen, here's here's the unique aspect of this and why I took exception when people were like, who's the heel? I don't care. I I just want to see them fight because like I don't care who the heel is because I do care about both of them. Yeah. I care, like I'm in I'm invested emotionally in these two. Because right. I look at John Moxley and I go, he ain't wrong. That's you play to win the game. Right. That's it. You're trying to knock them out, tap them out, submit them, get them counted out, whatever. You're trying yeah. to win the match, specifically in a world championship match. Yeah. But also, I know Hangman Page to see, be such an amazing guy in and out of the ring mm-hmm. Yeah, that I feel bad for him that that's the way that it goes. Right. Because ideally, traditionally in pro wrestling, the way that we see it is people prefer a pin or a submission. That's the primary way to do it. Right. And that was a little bit different. So I sympathize with Hangman, but I also understand John Moxley. And yeah. I, to me, those are the most compelling stories. Right. When you can look at both people and be like, I see their point. I understand why they don't like each other. I'm not yeah. necessarily on one side or the other, but I'm really excited to see them beat the shit out of each other about it. Yep. I love that. Yep. Patchy Rick says, Nights like tonight make it hard to believe that four years ago, Mox was coming to the ring in a gas mask and a fur jacket. 
This promo made me forget that Stokely had just called Brian Danielson a raggedy bitch on television twice. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know how much more I can add to that, but no. Somebody got called a big motherfucker later on the show. Oh my god! Uh, can't wait for that. But yeah, this—it's a tale of of two careers there, and mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. had his great moments in WWE as well. Uh, Jam Beard says Jungle Hookhausen for trios champions. That could be fun. Yeah. Jam Beard says the moment Hook Judo throws Big Bill, the crop the crowd is going to pop massively. Yes, he is going to just heave. Mm-hmm. Big Bill, ass over tea kettle, and that's going to be incredible. Yeah. Book of Hobbs, chapter five, talks about his uncle overdosing, his rough childhood. This is good. This gives you an insight into who he is, Alex. Yeah, this is it. this is very good stuff because this is stuff that this is new information for most viewers here about about uh, who Hobbs is, where he comes from. And uh, and he is he is doing it in a way that like that. Here's the thing. Um, my childhood, my first memory is three years old watching my uncle overdose. Uh, I got burned and beat through my entire childhood. These are things that if somebody tells you these things about them, you feel for them. You sympathize with them. You empathize with them. And he is saying, no, don't do that. Because what I'm going to do is take all of that pain and anger that I feel from that time and bottle it and use it to become a monster to destroy your faves. Brilliant. It's great. It's really great stuff. It's it's brilliant. It's a different approach. Like, again, you, you mentioned it. He does not want that sympathy. He does not nope. want... Uh, he's not necessarily saying boo me. He's just saying, don't feel bad for me. No. I can I can handle it. He's basically saying, look at me. I'm right. doing all right, right, and this is why. Because I, I am channeling this. I did yeah. overcome this. I was strong enough to get through this and become a major success story. I think yeah. that is a great approach to take. I really, really love it. Back to Moxley. He defeated Darius Martin. First off, it is great to see Darius Martin back. Um, yes. I, I'm very happy. I thought this was going to be a squash. I'm very happy it wasn't. Because Darius, especially after that time, you never know what might happen next week, right? Like with the the streak of bad luck he's had. So I'm glad that he had this this great showcase and was able to do some cool stuff. And I really like the finish where Mm -hmm. he did not succumb to to the the bulldog choke at all. And Mm -hmm. Moxley had to go to old reliable. He had Mm -hmm. to go to... Uh, whatever the hell it's called, dirty deeds, the the the, the death rider, death rider the, the death rider. There's like at, at this time of year, it's called the death rider BB gun. So the, I think Moxley once said, "I don't give a fuck what you name it. It's a DDT." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Is it though? Uh-huh. It's a little different. Yep. <laughs> you're you're slinging somebody up in the air and dropping mm-hmm. them on their head. It's a That's little great. different. This ain't Jake Roberts we're talking about here. No, although." I no. want to see Jake Roberts giving the DDT to like yeah. handing it off. Like I want to see a vignette of Jake Roberts being like Shawn Michaels never taught anybody else how to do the super kick. I never taught anybody else to do the DDT until now. And this is why mine finishes people. Uh-huh. And then it cuts off. Nobody yeah. knows the secret. They don't get the herbs and spices. Yeah. Only the person he's handing it to. And then uh-huh. that becomes a finish. That's how you do it. Because as I say, like, a head kick from me and you is not a finish, but a head kick from Mirko Krokop 
yeah pride legend was always a finish but uh i digress badass ddt finishes it this was a great Mm -hmm. showing for darius martin it made me happy i'm so glad that he's back me too and and i'm glad Um, that that claudio was seconding moxley yes uh yeah you mean if you if you were like Hey, um, because we're just trying to like kill some time before we get really into this whole yes. revolution build. Would you like to see Top Flight versus Claudio Castagnoli and <laughs> and John Moxley main event a rampage? The answer, of course, is hell yes. Yeah. So I, I feel like they're doing some some interesting stuff here, and I'm 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 into it. I I like um I, I like Darius never giving up. Um, basically being like I'm I know because. Because I don't know how many of these I got before something else happens. Who knows if That's, I am literally snake bit? So I'm not. Give, I'm not. I'm not giving up in one of these matches. I'm gonna fight until I'm dead. I'm not. I'm not tapping out. You him, can yeah, me him. Out, ref- but if you can't, you're gonna have to finish me. Exactly. Like you. You have to render me useless here. I, I love that. That was really great. Ben says Mox and Hangman gonna bleed together and become best friends. I'm calling it. <laughs> they should. I hope they do bleed together. Yeah, I mean, Hangman is one of their guys that is yeah. going to be a perpetually oh, yeah. over babyface. He is always over, yeah. always over. Sawyer says, "Give me Hobbs and Miro slapping stakes for six months." That was supposed to happen at one point, but it didn't happen. Mm. Mm. Sanjay raps horribly, calls out yep. Billy and Bowens for Rampage. Uh, Sanjay is just corny enough to do this shit. Like, he's so annoying and corny enough as a character to mm. pull this off, I think. I mean, I, I don't know what you want me to say about this. Like, this is this is coupled with the finish of the FTR match to drive me absolutely bonkers. <laughs> so let's talk about that. The Butt Cheek Boys beat yeah. FTR, and yep. I know you're not going to be happy about this, but... Yeah, I think this. I mean, this is very clearly a story. FTR lose the ROH titles. Sure. They lost the AEW tag title match. They're losing to the Butt Cheek Boys. I think. I think probably maybe next week they lose the AAA tag titles. I think they're losing everything. Yeah, and I think this is not a report. This is a hunch. Yeah. I think they're doing it on purpose. You got Dax Harwood in my interview sure. with him saying we might just take a year off of AEW and just do I think they want us to think yeah that they're they're heading somewhere else and that's what's going on mm-hmm. you got more people believing they're going to go somewhere than MJF right. and MJF is telling everybody that will listen backstage yeah. my deal's up whenever whenever mm-hmm. he's MJF does anybody believe it right yeah but FTR just planting those seeds and losing matches uh-huh well, MJF can't lose matches. That's not the right. position he's in. FTR can, and that yeah. leads everybody to think, oh, well, they're just, they're leaving. They're putting people over on their way out. Mm-hmm. Three months ahead of time? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. That's suspicious. Yep. What'd you think of this match? I know you didn't like it. Well, no, the, the match, the match is whatever the match is. The FTR can drag a good match out of literally anybody as evidenced by this match. Like the guns dressed as the Heart Foundation that made Jam Beard howl in laughter. I did, Listen, did enjoy that. I'm I'm going to denigrate the hell out of the out of the ass boys here for a few minutes. Why? So I want to preface this by saying they're perfectly fine. They are a five point sure. five out of ten tag team. They're perfectly fine. 
I love their body language and their facial expression. I think they're really good. Every promotion needs a tag team like this to exist, to be competent and lose. (laughs) Everyone needs a tag team to be this in, in their promotion. Somehow, Tony Khan has currently in his employ both the greatest tag team in the world, maybe the greatest tag team ever, and yeah. also the most over tag team in the world. And they're somehow not the same team. You got the acclaimed on one side, you got FTR on the other one, and you've saddled each of them with feuds, with glorified jobbers on one side and uh, some way past their prime TNA rate rejects on the other. I can't like, there are, I don't figure something out. There's no way you're going to convince me that there aren't at least five other tag teams that would be, that would make those feuds way more fun to watch way more. The matches would be better than these teams. And I'll never understand why, like let's try and drag these other teams up. Than, there are other teams that are right there that that would benefit so much more from getting the rub of beating an FTR than no one's. This isn't going to make the ass boys seem like better than they actually are. We know that they cheated and everything, and that's part of the story. And the part of the story also is FTR losing a string of matches. I get that. But they could put over a much better team in the process is my thing, especially this. You're, but I, I'm, every second I have to watch this Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett act is a war crime. Like, it's just, get it off the TV. I never want to see it again. Um, I think it really, really works because they're so annoying by design and they're so obnoxious by design. and. Sure. Some may say they're even average. I don't know about by design, but I think that that adds to it. And it's one thing to lose to the AEW tag champs. Yeah. One thing to lose to maybe your biggest rivals ever. It's another thing to lose to the the butt cheek boys. Sure. Sure. And Chi-Town Spurs says Austin Gunn has it in my opinion. I mean, honestly, when I watched him at all in years ago, I could see the body language thing. He, they are their father's sons, like absolutely, that's, and yeah, and that's always yes. the thing Billy was great at, especially mm-hmm. was was the body language aspect of it and really accentuating stuff. Sawyer yeah. says FTR doing jobs for the ass boys instead of facing the tag champs who are stuck in the dut. Jarrett Vortex really stinks. Well, it does, but I mean they already lost to them, so there was no reason right. to do that, right? Broadway Joe says, have FTR lose all their titles, run a career match around the time their contract runs up, swerve and everyone win the titles and uh, stay, book it. I wouldn't mind that at all, but also you can't have them do like a a big losing streak, then get a title shot. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, you need to definitely heat them back up, but there there are ways to do it. They they can script anything. Yeah. Jambeard says, at the rate the guns are getting better in the ring and then their promos, I could see them being next year's version of the acclaimed, but as hated heels, especially if Stokely manages them more. I think the gun club or the guns have the ability to get over really, really well as heels. And if they can, I mean, they're only going to get better. I don't think that these two are going to get like, I, I think, I think, I think they're fine. I think I said, there's a fine as a tag team. I think Austin is, no offense to Colton, is leaps and bounds better than his brother. 
Sure. And and so it's, it's always going to feel like it's, you know, it just it is just a uh, it's this thing. Like it's just I, I I think they've reached their peak, and their peak is. They're perfectly fine professional wrestlers on television. That's great. Most people don't reach that peak, but I oh, like I, I, I haven't seen anything from it. I so. don't think they've reached their peak. I mean, Colton is like two years and less than a hundred matches in, and and right. Austin. Right. I mean, he he didn't get like a big run in ROH or anything, but he's barely like a hundred matches in. They've they've got like plenty of room for improvement. All right. Ah, uh, um. As I say that, I'm going to a Parker Bordeaux segment. Um, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There was some... This was a very polarizing segment. This, that much I'll a, say. This was a friggin' train wreck. So, this had an amazing finish. A phenomenal finish to it with the cinder block spot that we'll talk about. Yeah. It had a hilarious start with Rick Ross calling Keith Lee a big motherfucker. That was hilarious to me. That was, was outstanding. It was, it, it, it was. It was. And Keith Lee's reaction to it was also very funny because Keith Lee knows we are live, sir. Yes. Like they, when I was watching on Xfinity, they did not bleep that. They were yes. not working on a delay. That thing went over the airwaves, which is not going to, to make a lot of people happy. And then in the middle of what I considered two really delicious pieces of toast was a big fat turd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh no. Yeah. I like listen, I love Swerve. I think he is if if MJF wasn't world champion right now and I think through next year, I thought I would think that Swerve would be world champ next year. Right. He had teased some associates. One of them is Parker. And when I first off when I saw his offense, I was like, what's he doing? Man, what's he doing? It look he's doing this. He's doing the same shit I saw him do as Harland on Tuesdays, and that was really bad. Yes. And he in months, and he hasn't improved at any of that. His footwork is off. He, he, everything doesn't doesn't. It's it's very weird. I was I was kind of not kind of I was extremely surprised that they picked right. him up because. I mean, I had been told after Battle Riot that MLW wasn't necessarily interested in in him. Now, maybe I was told that because they got the heads up that he was going to AEW and they mm-hmm. wanted to make it seem like right. it wasn't us, it was him type of thing. Uh, C says Rick Ross ad-libbing the beat. That was hilarious. That was, okay, that was at least throwing some like salt sure. on the shit, right. at, at least yeah. a little bit. That was yeah. funny. Yeah. But when Parker got like clotheslined over the top rope, I was like, oh, cool. So not him. <laughs> That's what I was hopeful for. I was like, Keith Lee just made him hit the bricks. Then we got this, this rando, this guy who I'll say this. We are not supposed to have any idea who he is. That was, that was made clear to me. Right. Everybody asking, who is he? Who is he? Who is he? I'm trying to find out. It was not the, the Tom McDonald guy that a bunch of people no. said it was it, that, it was like some far right rapper who wrestled a couple times. It was not him, but we are not supposed to know who this guy is. And I'll tell you one thing, everything that he did looked better than what Parker did. Well, that and I have true. no clue who he is. That's a, that's a very low bar to clear. Yes. But he absolutely cleared it. Somebody said, was he a Florida man? He certainly looked <laughs> like it. So um, um, I, I just don't, 
I don't, at this point, based on what I've seen in Parker, I have no interest in him. I have an immense amount of interest in Rick Ross, Keith Lee, and Swerve. And mm-hmm. I don't know if, like, anything about this other guy. I just... Mm. So, Parker Boudreaux showing up was just so random. It was very random. Like, of all the guys Swerve could conscript into his, like, mogul affiliates thing, he chooses Parker Boudreaux, who was always who was already a weird fit for the Trust Buddies, or whatever they called themselves. Like, trust Busters. That thing. Trust um, Buddies. He, he, whatever they were. Um, or are, do they still exist? Is he still in that feud, if, faction too? I don't know. Um, that was all, that was already weird. But that, like, I watched that guy have matches, quote unquote, in NXT, where he didn't do a single wrestling maneuver. He he literally basketballed a guy's head off the canvas. The ref told him to stop. He wouldn't, and the and the match got thrown out. That was the match that I saw him have. That was it. That was all he did. And um, then he then they he he left there, and he got signed here. And I was like, well, they must have seen something else. And I, I, I don't know what this is, but I, I loved him getting clothesline over the top rope. Good for you, Keith Lee. Please do not sell for, for Parker Boudreaux. That would be terrible. Um, and then he goes out and then another guy jumps him. And the other guy is like a face full of tattoos, got a top knot of braids, like long dread braids. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Face tat, Roid rage. I don't know who this guy is. I don't want to accuse him of being on roids or anything like that. He was that. very, very big, and he was very angry. Sure, I'm but I, I, I don't want us accusing people of that. Lord. I just don't want us accusing people of that. Oh, I'm not accusing him of that. Mister Acosta says you didn't need to add these random dudes to this. No, I agree. No, I thing, agree. The thing about the thing about Swerve is that I think that Hit Row worked when they were in NXT together, it felt like they were a unit that had all been together, that mm-hmm. kind of a thing. This just feels like he had, he hired two random bodyguards and it doesn't, and maybe it he doesn't, did. <laughs> maybe, he, <laughs> maybe we'll find out he did. He doesn't need anybody. He's swerve. The yes. thing about the thing about heels that have henchmen is they're usually chicken shits or, or above it all, or don't really want to fight or whatever. Yes. That's not swerve. And the thing of it is, is that I remember I said uh, months ago, they're probably not going to do Keith Lee versus Swerve one-on-one until Retribution, or not Retribution, sorry, uh, Revolution. The And I, you were like, that seems like a long time. They found a way to drag it out because now Keith Lee's got to have one-on-one matches with each of these two stooges before he even gets a chance to get his hands on Swerve. I did you do you remember Dan Matha or Matha? Yeah, from I NXT? sure do. I when sure they, they do. promoted the hell out of him, and then he had a match with Samoa Joe, and Samoa Joe just destroyed him. Just killed and we him. Never yeah. heard from him again. I hope whoever this guy is with the with the long braids and the face tats gets a match against Keith Lee, and Keith Lee turns him into a grease spot on the canvas, and we never hear from him again. Like. I don't know who this guy is. Nobody seems to know who he is, which probably tells you he doesn't have a whole lot of experience. So maybe that's the way you bring in a guy who looks like him to get waxed by Keith Lee and you move the story along. This is weird. Jam Beard says, doesn't Parker hang out with a lot of people in the rap scene in real life? I could see that being a fit. Yes, he does. Uh, The thing, yeah, that is true to life. The thing I noticed about Parker, like when I watch Dark, like he'll scream after every move, and he did that today. 
He did that today too. Like he would hit him with something. Yeah. Listen, his buzz existed for one reason. Because he looked like Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That was it. And because Paul Heyman was like, this is the next guy. Listen, buddy. Sometimes you get a Curtis Axel. Yep. They can't yeah. all be Brock's and Punk's. Sometimes you get stuck with a Curtis Axel. Yeah. Actually, Curtis Axel could work. So I don't Curtis even Axel say. could work. Yeah, I was thinking like this guy would be lucky if he turns into Curtis. Yeah, it'd Axel. be great. That'd be that's a that's a high upside for him. Yeah. Broadway Joe says he got fired from NXT for sucking. Right? TK must be extremely confident in his developmental team. I'll give him six months to see how he grows. I have no idea why he got let go of NXT from NXT. No. The, um, there were word there was word that Edge had pitched him for Judgment Day, and then they're like, "No, we're going to get rid of him." <laughs> <laughs> which is horrible yeah crandon says great work guys got to show up and support uh yeah get in your super chats get in your humper chats we are heading down the home stretch meet norma says will washington's cousin out here wilding sure rick ross has the money for the fcc fine not sure about parker and tattoo face as goons accusations graham says um, Par- uh, go ahead yeah i, I we, we we breezed past it the end of this was them putting Keith Lee on the ring steps and uh, then a, a cinder block on his chest and uh, Swerve doing the stomp to that. And that's great. I That that was good. As you said, the book ending was, was really great. Um, but like, I don't, I don't, lo, these, these long drawn out, like we have, we don't have a pay-per-view until March, say the people in the back. So we got to drag this thing out until March and this is the kind of stuff they come up with when they got to drag stuff out. That's sure. what it feels like to me. This wasn't for me. Uh, the Swerve just killed it on that center block spot, though. Yeah. I think that's worth mentioning. Irene says he's awesome, but it's going to be an uphill battle getting fans to care about his faction because he doesn't need the other two. And the segment wasn't good. Yeah, as as of now, again, anything could happen. Maybe next week sure. we're proven to be complete morons. But Man, right now... It seems like they subtract from Swerve instead of add to it. Southern Grace says the Keith Lee Swerve thing was complete, utter waste of time. As is Jeff Jarrett being on my TV at all. Wasteful. Same with Jericho. Wasteful. Alex, you moved to the South, did you? Southern Grace is your Humper Chat name? You sent in 15, you you sent this in, you spent 15 bucks of the money you're earning tonight to send that in. I did not. Some people just have really good opinions that match really? Really great taste. Thank you, Southern Grace. <laughs> Ryan says, I don't feel like having Swerve recruit Parker and nameless face tat dude shows him being a smart mogul. Someone like, someone like Miro would have helped Sir, Swerve's upper card heal legitimacy, not feeling this stable, even though I'm pumped for Rick Ross and TBS censors. Like, Lance Archer looks like an honest-to-God bodyguard. Yeah. Like, he looks like somebody that like if if Swerve has a rap concert, well, Lance Archer's heaving people off the stage, right? And these guys do too, to a degree, but also we know one of them can't work, right? Uh, Graham says Parker and dude look like a discount Lesnar and Archer. Well, that's that's Parker's whole thing. Yeah, Devan says that's the next big thing right there. <laughs> Jam Beard says. If Keith needs two buddies to help him fight Swerve's group, Keith just did recently have a match against two friends who he made up with afterwards. What am I think? What am I missing there? Wasn't that wasn't that uh, at, at uh, 
Final battle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With with Taylor and Griffin. Taylor and Griffey. I think Taylor and Griffey, if they're going to be used, are going to be used more on ROH. Although Griffey had a great showcase there, and I love uh, Shane Taylor. Shane right. Taylor is great. I just think that they're going to be on uh, ROH TV, but I would love to see them. Right. I mean, if they're, I mean, they're going to have a, if you're going to have a six man out of this, which again, like that is that is real that in that case it would be three on one because I absolutely. I don't I don't know anything about about the guy with the with the tattoos. But Parker Boudreaux is, is a negative one when it comes to uh, working. Patchy Rick said, then Rick Ross called Keith Lee a big motherfucker, and this became the greatest episode of Dynamite in history. I do like that there were even, a, like, this is a segment we completely buried, and there were still two redeeming things in it. Like, there are two positives from this very bad idea of a segment right. as of now. Again, before anybody comes back in in seven years and goes, see, you were wrong. Hey, yeah, I I can look back on the Katie Vick angle and enjoy it yeah. now. In hindsight, it's funny. Yeah, not at the time. Meet Norma says, "What do you think about Keith Lee and Top Flight as a trio?" That I actually really like that idea. I would I, I would love that. That would be wonderful. That would be great. I would love to see like Keith Lee standing by the ropes and one runs towards him and he just heaves them in the air <laughs> as far as he can. He can beal them out of yes. the ring onto some people up on the ramp. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer Kathleen, good friend of the show, says, if I was going to swerve and steal a trust buster, should have been Sonny Kiss. Sonny's a great wrestler and fit the vibe much better. Sonny on TV in 2023. I don't know about Sonny like, attacking and beating down Keith Lee. No, uh, but I want to see more Sunny Kiss. Uh, yeah, yeah. At this point, it's been like three years since Sunny's been on TV. Cyclops says he's wearing the hat, but I'm not feeling the holiday jolly spirit from Alex after this ass boys match. <laughs> what gives, Alex? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll have the holiday spirit for the main event. I'll tell you that much. Knocked Bogan says, "Wait, what's that behind Reigns? Is it? Could it be?" It is. That's the wall. Yeah. Thank you very much. Henry says, what if Keith gets the acclaimed to back him up? Well, I don't want to see the acclaimed feuding with those two guys. No, I, no. That's the, that's the thing is that I, it would be great if they never actually wrestled. They just beat. There's extracurricular beatdown artists. That's that's fine. Like if, if, if you want to say that like Keith Lee has to go through these guys to 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 beat uh to, to face swerve but not actually in a wrestling ring he just has to fight them in the back okay cool well if you're looking for extracurriculars in your diet our friends at athleticgreens.com slash fightful have you covered and right now at athleticgreens.com slash fightful a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your order I drop a scoop in eight ounces of water each morning and you drink your multivitamin. It is a much better, healthier way to get your multivitamin than eating a tablet that might pass right through you, might not absorb. And AG1 has 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients that include that multivitamin, a multimineral, a probiotic, a green superfood blend, and more. Support energy and focus, aid with gut health and digestion, a healthy immune system, and fill those nutritional gaps in your diet. Do you watch the show Dave, Alex? It's a little dicky. And he said, 
I don't eat fruits or vegetables. I eat the, well, never mind. Doesn't matter what else he eats. But he's not getting those greens. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. It can help little Dicky. Listen, if he's not eating his fruits and vegetables, athleticgreens.com slash Fightful is going to fill those nutritional gaps in his diet. One gram of sugar, no GMOs. It's dairy-free. It works whether you eat dairy-free or gluten-free, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, all that good stuff. And they're constantly changing the formula to adapt with science over 50 times in the last 10 years. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. 1LT Photo says, My Lord, Keith Heaving Dante would be amazing. That's what I want to see. Meet Norma says, Happy holidays to all you raggedy-ass bitches, scallywags, and heifers, especially you, the lender. Thank you to Meet Normus, the player hater of the year. I believe he got officially voted that in the Fightful Select Awards. We're doing our first awards this year. Voting is up on FightfulSelect.com exclusively for subscribers. We have about Mm -hmm. three dozen categories. I'm loving the balance between WWE, Indie, and AEW as well. Get over there and get your votes in. No spoilers, but the, the runaway winner for best male singles match of the year. Like really shocked. Like, like not that it, not that people liked it, but that it's the runaway winner currently uh, for best male singles match of the year. And let me tell you, the troll in me is very, very happy about the male and female indie wrestlers of the year. I know. I know Uh, you are complete fan vote. By the way, I just want to remind you guys, we got thousands of you watching right now. When these awards get announced, there will be people that are like, yeah, Fightful, Fightful. Please, I encourage you tweet them and say it was a fan vote. And we did not encourage anybody to vote for anybody. Yep. But uh, we got maybe a, maybe we should have held off for another two days for Women's Match of the Year. At least I believe this deserved consideration. But you know what? Yeah. This We're going to include this next year. Mm-hmm. Jamie yeah. Hayter defeated Hikaru Shida. This was hard-hitting. It main-evented Dynamite as it should. A big women's title match with a a popular, successful champion and a former champion. Do I wish the build would have been better? Yes. But the crowd was lit for this. The participants were wild for this. I love Dr. Britt Baker returning the favor after all of the time of Jamie Hayter playing second banana. Now she's doing it. For mm-hmm. for the woman who helped her. I yeah. love that. Everybody thought they were yeah. going to split, and they didn't. They went back to it. And now I like what they're doing. Because Britt Baker being willing to help out Jamie Hayter and not yeah. turning on her, to me that accentuates the importance of this. Uh, yeah. I thought this match absolutely killed it. Eloquence says best women's TV main event ever. Arduit says... Hope it came through. We were super hot for the Sheeta Hater match. It was a banger. It did come through. It did. Oh, man, it came through. Crowd absolutely loved it, Alex. Uh, Ricardo says Sheeta Hater gave me Sasha Bailey vibes. I mean, I don't know if I'm going that far, but it was an incredible match. It was so yeah. good. It's one of my favorite uh, AEW uh, main events, AEW Dynamite main events in recent memory. Now, here's a question for you because I, I, I often remember individual matches the way that you do. If you say 
that the lights out match cannot be considered cannot be considered because it technically did not happen. Yes. Is there a better women's match in AEW Dynamite history than this one? Oh, in Dynamite history? In I Dynamite history. Not not okay. not AEW like on the pay-per-views. So I'm like, like on TV. Yeah. Cause because the, the tag match at the beginning oh, of the let's do singles. Singles, singles, yeah. But I mean, even if we were throwing in the tag match, I think that was on Rampage. I, yeah. I think the Alley, uh Penelope tie and Anna match, I right. think that was on Rampage. Yeah, I would say so. I would I would say that it was. Like it was I I was I knew these women had it in them. I just didn't know they'd be like, oh yeah, uh you got you got a good amount of time. Go out there and kill each other for like 15 straight minutes. I thought they were going to do something else because it was going to be the way that they like, they don't, they like to like slow play stories or whatever, or figure out a way. This was just a balls to the wall, um, like great match with all these, all these ebbs and flows and big spots and hard hittings. They were laying their shit in. Like there was a suplex off the apron that like, uh, like the jackhammer that that Jamie hit, like so all this, good, so 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 good. Even the stuff with Britt coming in didn't like drop the the mat because I usually don't like interference. It yes. kind of takes me out of it. This made like it, it was adding to the character of relationship of her and Jamie. All that stuff. Um, I I loved it. I don't. I certainly don't recall um, a a a women a woman's TV match. That, that that has felt like this and and on any in any company in a very long time like not on a pay-per-view like this just really hit different and i will say this good for this crowd because the segment that preceded this had people in the crowd going what is going on that whole that the thing with swerve and keith lee did not play well because people were like who is this other guy why is parker boudreau here like it was not it, they were out of it and I was like, oh my God, they're gonna they're gonna have the women follow this. And if the crowd doesn't get into it, I hope they don't do it like ah AEW fans just hate women's wrestling. Because yeah. I was prepared for all of those takes. And instead, <clears throat> this crowd said, No, this match is amazing. We're going to give it the respect it deserves. They gave it a damn standing ovation at the end. This was one of the best women's matches I've ever seen, bar none, and maybe the best I've seen on TV in years, certainly that I can remember. Um, good for Jamie Hayter to get her first defense in against a woman like Karushita, who's amazing, and them to both go out there and absolutely kill it and each other. Kudos, bravo, five stars. I loved it. It was just amazing. It was it was fantastic stuff. We got a bunch of super chats, a bunch of humper chats about this. Uh, Shy Town Spurs says, "Swerve segment aside, I thought that was a fantastic show." I don't think we should say the Swerve segment. I think we should say the Parker segment. Parker, I don't think it's fair to put that on segment. Swerve. It's not on Swerve. No man, he was doing some good stuff. And see, Caden did it again. He said the crowd didn't care about the Swerve segment. That was the Parker segment. Yep. He says, "But by God, did they love the main event." Uh, but Chi Town also says, uh, I thought that was a fantastic show. Women's division is the MVP. More of this in 2023. Joey Bag of Donuts says either Tony got better at booking the women's division or everything got better since Jamie Hayter became champ. But women's wrestling on AEW has gotten much better. It has. Mm -hmm. And it does help 
that the biggest name in their company is right. not involved in a title scene. Yes. And Britt Baker, their biggest homegrown star is also not in the title scene. That does add right. the possibility to more stories. Jane Beard says, absolutely love this main event match from the women. It was a great hard hitting match that kept the crowd going the whole time. It was that that's a yeah. perfect example. Tom says, all I wanted for Christmas is for Jamie and Sheeta to seriously lay it in tonight. They give us an AEW Women's Match of the Year. Thank you, Santa. Oh, boy, did they ever lay that shit in. Yeah. Uh, We got C saying, Dynamite was pretty meh for me match-wise. The Elite Series has me fatigued. The main event saved the show for me. Sheeta and Hater are so talented, they deserve all the flowers. I really enjoyed AEW Dynamite from an in-ring perspective. I got to see more out of Darius Martin than I had before. Hook just dropping people on their heads is very yep. fun for me. Uh, we've got we've got uh, the, the Sheeta Hater match that was great. The tag team uh, the 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 sorry the the trios match was very yep. good as well. Really, really dug it. I I'll tell you what I can't wait for. I can't wait to hear Will Washington talk about the the Parker segment mm-hmm. on Thursday on day after yep. dynamite. That's right. Make sure you guys tune in a uh, little secret. That's swerves cousin. Yep. So interesting insight will be had there. One LT said, Saray absolutely destroyed rebel running as she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and afterwards, Tony whipped ass too. So, uh, we're, we're about to get into that, but yeah. Sawyer says just sitting here watching the gif loop of haters gut wrench power bomb from a cradle position on Sheeta over and over and woo buddy. I mean, yeah, that's a thing. Like Jamie Hader can run a sirloin beef sons of bitches women's division. Like I want to see her and Rhea slug it out, man. Like yeah. that's a match I want to see in the future. Jamie mm-hmm. Hader and Rhea Ripley. Uh, Ryan says, Sheeta Hater is my candidate for North American Women's Match of the Year. Hope TK strikes while the iron is hot and gets some women from the or in the upper card. Potential women's blood and guts teams formulating two DMD and Banelope versus Sheeta, Storm, Soraya, possibly Sasha. So we're going to transition that into the Tony run-in. Uh, yes, I think women should get blood and guts next year. Yeah, I think that would be too. great, especially with the depth they are adding. And I agree with you, Ryan. They have leaned heavily out of who is it? Who is it? Mystery opponent, mystery opponent, teasing that. Yep. Tony ran in, whipped ass, by the way. Mr. Acosta Mm. says, don't think Sasha's the mystery partner anymore. Deshire says, do you think it's Tony or Sasha? If it is Tony. They got to announce that shit. ASAP. ASAP. Yeah, like, like this Friday. Yes, because you cannot give the people uh, any more time. That, not with this new in, information about Sasha in Japan, wrestling, Wrestle Kingdom, all this stuff, because we already know New Japan has a good relationship with AEW, all this kind of stuff. Every, every day, every hour that goes by, you're going to have people convincing themselves of something that might not be true. And then when it turns out to not be true, they won't realize that it was them who convinced themselves of it. They'll blame the company and you don't want that. So if you know you're not getting her and it's going to be Tony, then announce it. It's fine. Tony yes. Storm, you if you do it now, all will be forgiven. If you do I don't it know then, if it will be. I don't know if it will be. 
I mean, by it the time be. it actually happens on January 11th, I think enough time will have passed between now and then. Taz says so, Tony wasn't cleared. Well, Tony was whipping ass, so. Tony's, Tony maybe not be cleared, um, but she's definitely getting uh, physic, physical in the ring. Yes. And, uh, and uh, January 11th is further off than you think it is. Yes, and the, them saying medically isn't medically cleared. Well, I mean, that's also 20 days away, guys. Yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> if uh, unless they can pull an AJ Lee out of their hat, everything else is going to be disappointing. You know what yep. I mean? Like, yeah, AJ is, I think, a big enough name. And mm. honestly, I, I would love the Brit AJ promos, too. Sure. And has enough history with Soraya, but otherwise, eh. Man with Beard says, could AW be downplaying with Mercedes just to not steal some of the shine of the New Japan moment? Possibly, but yeah. also, I hope it's a, like a, I hope they're going flea flicker on us here, Alex. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Uh, it's it's sure. the double reverse here. And then yeah. they're just going to chuck it all the way up the field, touchdown, <laughs> Sasha Banks. Yeah. They're like, nope, nope. Bam! And there you yeah. go. Yeah. Jane Beard says, if you had to fantasy book a first-time AEW women's dog collar match, who would you book in it? For me, it'd be Britt versus Rosa again since they were the first women's lights out in cage matches. Yeah, it'd probably be Britt and Rosa for me. Um, unless you go Britt and uh, Jamie Hayter down the line. I think yeah. that would be a really good one. Uh, I think that in ring, Rosa and Jamie, if they... Mm -hmm. end up uh yeah doing that yeah yep dangs desmond says from a dollar store Dwayne to a budget brock <laughs> mm. dollar store Dwayne is good though yeah uh, we also we didn't mention um there was a three hundred thousand dollar battle royal hype video yes. with the best friends and dark order is this a trios Battle it is Royal? a trios casino battle royal. Fuck I don't yeah. know if like if one of your team gets eliminated, you're all out kind of a thing. Um, which will probably Shouldn't be. Have... I hate that. It should be. I I hate you, but for the sake of a rampage, like you probably have to do it that way because it's just be very long. Um, oh, I, I, I love I... the idea of this. It's very odd. This whole like three hundred thousand dollars go to that. Oh, what lot. money? I'm about to that enter. Lot, that is a lot of money. I'm going to get uh, Denise I, I, to just hit people in the nuts and toss them over the top rope. I, me, me, her, and Josh Barnett. We're, we're in. I, I, hope, I hope they do an angle with the winner uh, not wanting to share it, like getting the whole bag and running away from his teammates. That'd be fun. Actually, Rick says, I hope Chuck Taylor gets to buy his mom a chainsaw. That would be nice. <laughs> Sue with a chainsaw. I love that segment. Uh, and also Dark Order is like, Hangman, don't get involved. Just yeah. don't do it. Uh, but that was that was good stuff. Jam Beard says Dark Horse pick for Saray's partner would be Kyrie and do a standoff between her and Hater. Don't think it fits there. Don't think it I I, I Kyrie I, would be great. Kyrie's great no matter would, what. The match the match would be amazing. Anything Kyrie Sane does uh, after that in singles would be amazing. I don't think it would have the effect they want in the moment when they announce it. You know what I mean? Like if it's happening, like, oh, and here is my tag team partner and i've been quiet about it ever since i mentioned it and it's it's Kyrie saying i don't think it would go over the way they want it to yeah uh broadway joe says this women's division plus sasha 
is going to give WWE a serious run for their money in 2023. It can only be a good thing. Yeah. The rising tide lifts all. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Uh, Alex, what do you get going on? Uh, tomorrow night, uh, the uh, Rampage Watch Along will be talking about this trio's battle royal while reviewing whatever crap they taped for SmackDown this week. Uh, so that's tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern on Fightful Select. Um, uh, hey, there's th- Monday's a clip show, baby. So I'm I'm off. Who knows Same. what I'll be doing? What I'll be doing uh, on Monday? But uh, I've been doing a, a Red Dead Redemption Two playthrough over on my YouTube channel, Alex Sourgrass. Definitely going to do one of those tomorrow night. So look for that. You should review the best of Raw and bury it all. <laughs> Their very best, and talk about how terrible it is. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, be funny. Or or you could do sour graps, the very worst yeah. of WWE 2022. Sorry. All right, yes. Tomorrow is Thursday. Yes, Friday you mean, Alex. Yes, listen. It's it we're we're coming down the, the home stretch. I yeah. got a 5-year-old. I'm going to be wrapping presents till Tuesday. Okay? Oh, guys, I dropped an interview with Evil Uno uh yesterday. We got EJ and Duca this week and we have a a big interview dropping mm. from the Grapsity fellas on Monday. A very, very good one that I'm very excited right. about. And how about this? Early notes are going to be on Fightful Select Christmas. So we got mm. scoops coming on Christmas. Wow. We're coming down your chimney and wherever else you want us to. Until next time, we're out. <laughs> <laughs>